Good morning. Welcome to the Morning Chat with Ed Ballinger on 97.7 FM and 1450 AM WAOV Vincennes. Also 97.3 FM in Washington. First guest this morning, Allie Bo from the Young Rotary Leaders. Good morning. Good morning. All right. You just scared people to death a couple of days ago, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. We had your uh, Halloween event. Yeah. Our first city fright night. Yeah. How'd that go? It was awesome. We had so much fun. Um, I think everybody had fun that was there. Um, and so we're just really excited to do it again. Uh, we had um, we had the band uh, She, I think is what their name was. Um, and then we had uh, Dusty Fuller, he DJed. And we had the costume contest. We gave out like four different awards. And people were loving it. And I'm telling you, for adults, like, you know, I'm always, I always just go into it thinking like, oh... They're not going to take it that seriously, but everybody was decked out in their costumes. So I think that's... What did you go as? I went as Lizzie McGuire (laughs) with uh, Jenna and I actually did a couple's costume. Well, Tyler was included in it as well. We don't want to make him jealous, but um, I was Lizzie McGuire from the uh, Lizzie McGuire movie. Absolutely. And she was Isabella. Of course. (laughs) And you know what's even scary? I know those characters. Yeah. That's not scary. The daughter. Yeah. And it's one of the greatest movies of all time. (laughs) It's a very nice movie. It really is a nice movie. Okay. Wow. Okay. Uh, This is the second year you did this, right? Any difference between that first year and second year? Uh, mostly like we just kind of rounded out some of the different things that we were offering there, you know, really just like amped up, like the food we were offering, you know, the drinks we were offering and, um, you know, we just, I don't know, we just kind of built off of it and just tried to build the energy around it. You know, I think the first, you know, with the first year people didn't know what to expect, um, you know, like what kind of Halloween party was it going to be? And then I think like we really like kind of proved everybody this year that like we can we, we can throw a good a good time. Um, so I think that's just kind of what we just we did. We just built off the momentum and just improved in the every little area that we could. Do you like having it at Adams? Yeah, it's so fun. It's so like naturally spooky, um, which I really like. You know, we grew up. You know, obviously, I went there, and we grew up with all the like ghost stories, oh, and yeah. stuff, and you know, like that part is just really cool, and it's so cool, like being in there. Like, it's so funny. We were talking about how the bathrooms smell the exact same as what they used to. You know, it's just like that age, but it's so cool. Oh my gosh, you're right. Yeah, and, and that's just sc- that is scary. You're yeah. right. You know, it is so ironic because I remember. All back in in the early 1990s. Well, you weren't even born, but okay. I was at Dairy Queen, okay? Uh-huh. And this house we're in now was empty, and we we're starting to start thinking about buying it. Uh-huh. And stuff. I always thought this was a haunted house. Yeah. You know? And, you can always feel those vibes. Yeah, but it's not. Well, I hear stories, but you know, there's a lot of stories with a lot of old houses around. I'm not going to dig into it, but I know Anissa, you know, uh-huh. her house growing up, I know that made me a believer. I'll say that. <laughs> you can feel it, right? You can feel it. Okay. Well, anyway. You can see it. Okay. You had fun, but you raised money for a good cause. Yeah. So, you know, we had a great time and, you know, like one of the first goals of the event was just to have something fun to do in Vincennes. And, you know, we're lucky that we do have a lot of people trying to put on a lot of fun events. And so that was just one of our goals. Um, and also, you know, we were raising awareness and trying to raise funds for our lesser 
Square Basketball Project. So, um, you know, we're continuing to take steps on that and, um, you know, trying to get our quotes and trying to get the momentum moving on that because, you know, every time I bring it up to people, it's like that's something that they really want to see happen. And so, um, so that's what that um, party was like raising awareness for. And so hopefully uh, we can follow that and get that project done maybe by next year. All right, let's talk about that Leicester Square project. Yeah. For people who aren't familiar, you, you've you done work on, on your personal end at Leicester Square mm-hmm. when you were with the uh, city, right? Yeah. All right, you need to put that exercise equipment out there, uh-huh. right? Okay, so you have a personal investment already at Leicester Square. Now your group is trying to do what? Yeah, so, um, you know, I think that after, you know, seeing the improvements at the park, seeing, like, the, you know, the initiative to change the skate park and improve that, you know, we just saw, like, that's a really nice neighborhood community park um, where a lot of, you know, kids and families and just individuals in general can benefit from having some nice, like, recreational things to participate in. You know, like, to me... I have done a lot of studying in college and just current, you know, my current life, like what health and wellness and fitness can do for you. And, you know, I think everybody's seeing that, especially like after COVID, um, you know, it's just so important for us to be healthy and have fun, healthy things to do. And so I think we're all on the same board with that. And so now we're trying to do this basketball court. You know, there's really not a lot of places in Vincennes for the size of it to go play basketball. And so, um, you know, we just see that as opportunity for us to bring something that the city needs. And so um, a lot of our members, they play at the at the league, um, at the Blue Jean Center, and they're like, this is what we need. Uh-huh. And everybody else has said that. So it's going to have like a nice awning, um, like motion lights to kind of protect it. And um, it's going to be really cool because, you know, people will be able to play, you know, rain or shine. Um, and also just it'll protect the core and protect, just make it nicer for a lot longer. Wow. Now, are you guys doing this by yourselves or in conjunction with another group? So um, the initiative itself is going to be by, you know, it's going to be by ourselves. You know, we make money with a half marathon and with some of our other events that we do. And so we're trying to find um, different projects that we want to, you know, the whole point of those races and everything is to raise money to give directly back to the community. So, um, you know, we're going to start it and, um, we're waiting to see like what all it's going to entail, but you know, we'll probably do a sponsorship drive, um, where businesses, individuals, um, whoever can, you know, sponsor and like get their names in a brick on the, um, on the facility. Um, and then we're hoping to also work with the city, um, on some of their parks initiatives because, um, you know, they're eager to do the same thing. You know, I talked to, uh, mayor Joe and, uh, JR field just the other day and, um, you know, they see the value in having those things, Mm -hmm. you know, not only is it good for like kids growing up, but as a, a young adult myself, when I'm looking to at places that I would like to live and I see places my friends live, you know, I'm looking for things that I can go out and do and enjoy my, my day, my weekend without having to go, you know, do the normal recreational things like going out and drinking, going out, um, spending money, going out, whatever it may be. You know, I think there's just a lot of value to that. Right. You know, and it is, you know, we talked about this last time you were on about, 
how it used to be growing up. You had courts everywhere. You mm-hmm. go shooting. Now there's just not a lot of them. Same way with tennis courts. There's just not a lot I of know, them. Pickleball. I miss the tennis. I know, I know pickleball's huge. I and I'm, I'm a huge supporter because it's getting so many people out there. It is. It is. It is. But again, uh, we have lost. You know, and I say we, but we really took the hit when VU took out their tennis courts. I know. That really did hurt. Uh, we do have the ones at Lincoln, but and then but the Y took out their courts, and of course, Leicester Square took out their courts for the skate park. So, yeah. I mean, so there's not a lot of that, right? And uh, oh, Four Lakes used to have one too. Yeah. And so I mean, we've lost those tennis courts, but at least now you're going okay. What 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 is the one thing that everybody will play? Oh, they'll go out and play basketball. Yeah. They'll, they'll go out and shoot hoops. Whether you're five or fifty, you'll go out there and shoot. And we're in Indiana. Everybody's uh, gonna play basketball uh, forever. Uh, right. You know, but uh. and just like even with the pickleball court, I think you brought up a good point. You know, when we're investing money, you know, th- these parks projects, I I'm sure people have realize, you seen Chicago Park lately? Oh, I was going to bring that up next. It's oh, phenomenal. They've, they're, they're, it's terrific. Yeah. I went by there the other day. First time I've seen it since we had talked. Yeah. I was like, amazing. It, it is. And that's what I was going to say. There's other basketball courts there um, that they've been improving. But, um, you know, I think my friend Chris Hussey, he's actually been kind of leading that. And he probably wouldn't even want me to say his name, but he's too late. Just, he's too late. <laughs> he's just like one of those guys. But, um, you know, the parks department, Lowe's donated tons of like rubber mulch for the parks, uh, for the, like, the playground equipment. Amazing, you know, and like I was about to say before, I don't, I don't know if people really stop and think about how much money and how much time goes into these projects. And, you know, when you see people vandalize them and stuff, that's just what makes it sick. But like, you know, we have to sit there and analyze, like maybe not necessarily what we just want, but what people are going to use and what people are going to need. And um, you know, Chris with the for- with the Chicago Park project, I mean, he is biting off everything. Mm-hmm. They're trying. To- they're actually doing an event this weekend on sa- um, Saturday the fourth. Um, it's like all day long. I think it's from like noon to midnight or something. They're doing three on three basketball tournament they're doing a little 8u baseball tournament they're doing cornhole you know tournaments. We, we haven't received any information on that well i'll, mm-hmm. I'll i think I, i'll need to send you a flyer but yeah i think that's the thing they're trying to do it on their own and you can't know, do it on your own people yeah. you can't do it on your own it ask doesn't us, get out yeah ask ed he'll come talk to you uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> come on i mean seriously i mean it has been on facebook you uh, know they see but to see only half of Knox County's on Facebook. Exactly, exactly. It's not, you know, that's the thing is, and I'm not going to take my, uh, I know Facebook is great for a lot of things and, yeah. and getting the word out, but it doesn't hit everybody. No, it really And I try doesn't. to tell people that, well, I advertise it on Facebook. I don't get on Facebook. I get on to wish people happy birthday. And there's just so much on Facebook anymore. It's really hard to catch everything. Right. That's how I am. It's like most of the time I'm just on there posting for the business. And sometimes I feel terrible because I feel like I miss out on some people's like life things. But there's just so much on there. It's hard to keep up with. But yeah, they're doing that event on Saturday. I'm sure they would love anybody to come. They're doing a bunch of tournaments. I'm sure they'll accept donations. Um, Like I said... That is just a passion project right there. And, you know, it's made me really proud to see and, like, really makes me want to, like, help support them. And I even, like, I agree with you. I wish that, 
you know, we could have helped them earlier on in it, in it, but they're still wanting to put like a scoreboard board out on the baseball field, bleachers, mm-hmm. dugouts, like everything. Mm-hmm. And how nice would that be for Chicago Park? Right. And the and they also painted the courts and stuff. I don't know if you saw that, but it just looks. Have you ever missed one of your favorite Let's local break. shows we'll on WAOV? Listen, W-A-O-V. Ever the morning chat, Mark and Mark, or even financial questions, real answers? Well, that's not a problem anymore. WAOV has our local shows on podcast and easy to get to them. Go to WAOVAM.com and click on the podcast tab at the top to find your show. It's that easy. So if you miss Vintage Vincent, legal news or views, or just the tips, listen to the podcast the next Next day, go to WAOVAM.com and find your podcasts. Welcome back to the morning chat with Ed Ballinger here on WAOV. Allie Bo from the Young Rotary Leaders, our guest this segment. Didn't mean to get on my Facebook soapbox. <laughs> People need to hear it. I know it. I know it. I know it. But anyway, okay. So anyway, that check out Chicago Park Saturday, especially. Yes, showdown. Right. Good. I'll pull up the time real quick. Mm-hmm. It starts at 11 a.m. to uh, midnight. Good. So there's a lot of stuff going on. Good, good. All right. Um, now, we're going to talk about some races. Okay. All right. The first one is the Eclipse Race. Yes. Okay, all right. This uh, uh, is so ironic. I had Sarah on a couple of days ago. Uh-huh. So there's a lot going on. A I mean, lot of uh, Eclipse stuff. Uh, there's just, it's Eclipse <laughs> everywhere. But we're really going to hit it hard when first the year comes around. Yep. But for you... You're really organizing it now, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, when will that take place? So the um, Solar Eclipse 5K um, is going to happen on that Saturday. So the Eclipse is actually on a Monday. Um, so we're going to have it on the Saturday um, about 6.30 p.m. So we're going to switch it up a little bit this year Well, com- in comparison to our other 5K. And we're going to do a glow run um, in the evening. So um, it's going to be really fun. Can you imagine doing a 5K in the eclipse when it happens at 3 o'clock? Oh, I know. Wouldn't that be crazy? Oh, my gosh. That would be like, oh, wow. That would be like one of the most awesome things in my life. That would be like what I would love. Well, there's people getting married. I mean, oh my like, gosh! Near that, that time frame, so. yeah. So I well, mean, I'll tell you what, I want to be on the streets during that time. It's going to be crazy. Now, see, I'm just the total opposite. I'm going to be on my deck at my house with my two dogs. Yeah, I'm going to see how my dogs react. No, I'll be watching, but it's just like I, it's going to be busy. It is. It is. <laughs> All right, now. How do you register for your 5K? So it'll be very, it's pretty much the same thing um, as the half marathon. The easiest way to find both races is um, visiting vincentshalf.com. So that's our website. Um, You can learn all about, I mean, really it's kind of like a Vincent's tourism website, but um, we have our registration for both the Solar Eclipse 5K and then um, the half marathon Mm -hmm. that we moved to September. Um, We also have the 5K for that too. And so... Um, we're actually running a bundle deal. So if you sign up for both of them at the same time, uh, you get 20% off. So it's a big chunk of change whenever you're considering two races. So And, and just now you have moved your race to the fall because of this 5K. Yeah. So we just saw that, you know, during that time, there's going to be a lot of needs for volunteers. And, you know, first of all, it's we need over 100 volunteers. And so that's going to be really challenging. And honestly, we kind of had been contemplating changing it um, for a while too, because 
in the spring there's so much rain and um, you know that's kind of hit or miss so we're really excited to do it in the fall because we'll be able to utilize like the river walk which was something we were never able to do before we couldn't even use Kimmel Park because it would always be flooded and so those are really like two nice features that I would mm-hmm. love to have on our race so um, I think it's going to be a change for the better oh absolutely I think it's a good move yeah I, I really do uh, you're right because when spring's here Things are starting to happen outside. Uh-huh. I mean, everybody wants to get outside. Yeah. You know, so that's good. All right. But you do have your, your 5K. That's yep. April 5th? 6th. 6th. Okay. Mm-hmm. On a Saturday. On a Saturday. All right. Um, so get registered. Yeah, get registered. And like I said, you can get 20% off if you sign up for both of them. Um, you know, we just wanted to offer that as kind of like a nice gesture for people who support us. But, you know, we also realize there's a lot of people coming to Vincent's just for the solar eclipse. And so we'd love to have return visitors. You know, that's kind of the point with the half marathon and with every event that you know, a lot of people put on, you know, we want to bring people here. And so um, we're hoping that we can get some double visitors next year, too. Well, I tell you, uh, the, um, the Witches on Bikes. Oh, my gosh. was huge. Amazing. Uh, well, and, and what made that so neat was there were a lot of out-of-town people who did uh-huh. it. You've had out-of-town people do your stuff. Yep. So we're good at bringing people in yeah. for events. Yeah. And I think that, like, I think that's, we're on the right track for, trying to find ways to bring people here and you know honestly like with my experience everybody who's come has like always loved it there's a lot of nice character here and um obviously a lot of history and um you know i think we just need to keep building off of that and you know continuing to do these things because yeah like regina like her her the witches on bikes that was so cool and you know that's just something that's really unique and she tapped into that like that's really like putting Vincent's on the map for something just right. really cool like that. My and 188 witches. Amazing. Wow, that was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. I don't know how they did it because getting on a bike and then you had that your your costume dragging down <laughs> and you got to hold a hat. And, and some of them had amazing costumes. costumes. I was yeah. like, how? And the throwing heck? candy. I mean, yeah, it was yeah. just it was it was really nice. Yeah, but. That goes to show you the creativity. Yeah, it right? does. And that's what you guys are trying to do also. Yeah. You know, you have the Fright Night that you had, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, you got the marathons, uh, a half marathon and a 5K. Yeah, yeah. But there's other things you're doing too, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're actually, you know, I wanted to bring up too before we get off the air, um, we're planning a new and improved Christmas event. So traditionally we've always done the Santa at the firehouse where we did pictures with Santa and that was always very fun. We love that event. Mm -hmm. It's just so cute. You know, we did the cookie decorating and the letter writing, but you know, the pictures with Santa, that's kind of, there's just a lot of those events going on right Mm -hmm. now. Yeah. And some of the girls in our group had the idea to do, um, a movie and your PJs like event like a kind of like um, the Polar Express thing that they have. Um, I guess where is that? You know, the library. I mean, they used to have it. Oh, you mean uh, or French Lick or yeah, uh, yeah, like, where, like kind of that a similar experience. And we just kind of wanted to bring something like that here. Um, you know, there's a lot of people. First of all, it's hard to get tickets for that, but mm-hmm. there's just a lot of people who can't do that. And so we want to do a free. Um, event where we'll show that movie and um, everybody comes in their pjs we'll have hot cocoa for free and um we'll have some concessions and stuff so um that's going to be our new event and um that's going to be on december 3rd it's going to be a sunday um about five o'clock ish but we haven't um 
really nailed that one down. But that's a good week yet because the parade is that previous Friday. Uh huh. So. Yeah, and then we just kind of thought like a Sunday would be it's a family day. It'll be a lot easier for kids to kind of get there and you know just with those events, especially those free events that we do for the community. You know, we're tra- trying to tap into the community as a whole. Um, you know, especially those that typically don't get experiences like that. So, you know, hopefully it works out. We're going to have it at the fortnightly. Um, it's going to be really cool. And it will be cool. Yeah. Well, good job. There you go. Yeah, they, they came up with that idea, and I was like, that is going to be cute. Yeah. I will want to be there. Okay. So. When, when you said PJs and stuff and Christmas, I think, oh, my gosh, you're going to do Home Alone yeah. or something? That would be cute, too. Like, Maybe we'll have to do that for our next year. Yeah, I mean... I know. Is Home Alone really a Christmas movie? Yes, it is. Yes. Yes. But man, you can't. The Polar Express. Oh, it's the best. It's the best. It is just, it's hard to top that It is. It is. And you're absolutely right. I still love that movie. Yeah, okay. I still love it. All right. So anyway, uh, that's coming up on December 3rd. Yep. You'll be sending me some information on that. I know you will. Yeah, and then always, yeah, I'll send you information. And then we always post everything on Facebook. You know, obviously not everybody sees it, but, you know, we'll be just putting flyers and stuff up everywhere. So keep a lookout, but go ahead and mark your calendars. Right, December 3rd. All right, gotcha. All right, got a couple minutes left. Anything else? Um, not really. You know, we just have, oh, I actually have another thing. Um, so Hmm. our next meeting, um, our Rotary Young Leaders meeting is November 14th. Um, and we're having it at Lasada Wineries, but we're actually doing a Friendsgiving and we're doing a new member drive. So, um, what we're trying to do is just really build our group and get more hands on the group so we can continue to do, um, more things. And so, this is just a shout out to anybody that's been, you know, thinking about joining um, or just interested in seeing what's going on. Um, get a hold of someone. Get a hold of our Rotary Young Leaders Facebook page. Um, you can, you know, Facebook message me. Um, but we're going to have, you know, dinner there, um, drinks, and then we're also going to be doing a like cold weather clothing drive for your children for the schools um so we kind of like to do that at our meetings do like a little charity mm-hmm. event right. while we're there um and so yeah just give it a, look, a try every mem- new member gets three meetings for free so um we really wanted to push that and try to grow our group as much as possible so november 14th if you're interested reach out to one of us so we can get you rsvp'd but we would love to have you okay that's coming up here in a couple of weeks yep well, a lot of things coming up. I know. I know. It's, it's moving fast. I don't even like to look at my calendar anymore. Uh, okay, all right. <laughs> well, always a pleasure talking to you, Allie. Thank you for coming in. And uh, you and your group are doing wonderful work. Really look forward to see this progress out at uh, Leicester Square. Yeah, I mean, th- thanks for having us, for sure. All righty. Take care. Stay tuned. More of the morning chat coming up on WAOV. Have you ever missed one of your favorite local shows on WAOV? Ever missed the morning chat, Mark and Mark, or even financial questions, real answers? Well, that's not a problem anymore. WAOV has our local shows on podcast and easy to get to them. Go to WAOVAM.com and click on the podcast tab at the top to find your show. It's that easy. So if you miss Vintage Vincent, legal news or views, or just the tips, listen to the podcast the next day. Go to WAOVAM.com and find your podcast. We're back on the morning chat with Ed Ballinger here on 97.7 FM, 1450 AM, WAOV Vincennes, 97.3 FM in Washington. Michelle Smith, our guest from Knox County Recycling. Got it? Got it, didn't I? Nailed it. You did. Got got the correct title, okay? (laughs) Well, anyway, we got a lot to talk about today because... 
You're getting ready for a grand opening. We are finally. Uh, we've been, you know, we've been open for a while. You know, since uh, midsummer. You know, we've been fully operational. Uh, you know, five days a week, which is a fantastic. Um, we were just kind of waiting on the last final kind of finishing touches before we actually made it official, and we kind of pushed it off a little bit until November fifteenth because it's America Recycles Day. We couldn't think of a better way to celebrate America Recycles Day. Then with a grand opening of our brand new drive-through recycling center. Wow! All right, this has been in, in the works for a while. Yes, yes, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, let's just say for a while. For a while. Yeah. All right. Um, there was a reason you had to move. First of all, for space. For yes, for space, and you know, before that, we were in. Um, a, we rented a little office space, you know, and three of us were in one little room together looking at each other all day every day and you know we had a little bit of space for for storage but you know we didn't have recycling anywhere in the county for um, those of us who live outside of city limits so those that live in the city limits they can use the curbside recycling program mm -hmm. but you know those of us who didn't we always took our recycling to Republic services for their free drop-off and then in 2019 they they stopped doing that because of you know the rate of contamination you know and you know I mean it was some people putting things in there they probably knew better than to put in there but for the most part it was you know people we call it wish cycling you know we just and there was sort of a lack of education about what they wouldn't take and what they would take and um, you know and the thing I think a lot of people need to realize is that, you know, recycling is not free. It's actually pretty costly. And, um, you know, when we generate waste in our homes, in our offices, in our workplaces, it all has to go somewhere. And you're either going to pay for it to go to the trash, to go to the landfill, or you're going to pay for it to be recycled. It just depends mm -hmm. on what's most important to you and, and, and which way it's going to, going to go. Um, but fortunately for us, you know, that's why we're here. That's why the solid waste districts were formed in the early nineties, um, to help us with our waste problem that we have, because let's face it, we're all kind of trashy people. Mm -hmm. You know, we live in a society where everything is disposable. It's a, it's a single use one-time thing toss it in the trash so all of that has to go somewhere so that's why we were you know created in the early 90s but um you know so luckily we have um you know set up a system for people to come use our recycling drop off for free mm -hmm. okay so your new location is where we're at 810 south 17th street uh right next door to the moose lodge they're our neighbors good i'm, I'm sure they're, they're, they're great neighbors they are they are yeah. Okay, I haven't been inside. I've been past it. Okay, you've driven past it. Okay, all right. Okay, <laughs> but I do promise I'll be there on the fifteenth. Great, and we will take a take a gander. Take a gander. Yeah. All right. Uh, before we talk more about what's going to be happening at the uh, uh, grand opening, there's, I guess, what seems to be the one question right now, Michelle, that if you could just answer for everybody that that you get really hit with, and you just really want to change people to understand what is it um i think it's you know what's the purpose of recycling why are you wasting your time recycling you know mm -hmm. is that just going to the landfill that's what we get a lot of questions about you know and um you know at the district we are fortunate enough that we were able to receive um, a recycling market development grant from idem the indiana department of environmental management and without that grant funding we would not be where we are today we there's no way we would be able to have this um, facility that that is 
we're getting ready to celebrate. So, um, you know, we are pulling out as much of the material that you all are bringing to us as we can. We're bailing cardboard. Um, we're taking aluminum and steel cans out to take over to Dumas, um, you know, and we're we're sending plastics and paper um, to Republic Services. And, you know, Republic Services sends it to their uh, materials recovery facility in Indianapolis. And that's where it's sorted. And it goes through a, a process. There's a hand sort at the beginning to pull out things like plastic bags that shouldn't be in there. Or I've, I've been there and I've seen a muffler go through the line. And it's from somebody's curbside recycling, somebody thought, oh, that's metal i'll put it in the recycling bin don't do that that's that's probably not a great idea mm -hmm. so they're pulling out those types of things and then it goes through i mean it's a multi-million dollar operation up there they have you know like magnets and and optics and all the things sorting all of this material so it's 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 quite uh quite the process oh so, okay, yeah yes uh, you know and i think you know you quiz me a lot on this show <laughs> i mean when you come on it's Let's let's see how many I can fail, and I, I fail quite a few of them, because I'm I'm like the average person probably around here. Mm -hmm. I'm still learning. Well, and the more you do it, the more it just sticks and it becomes a habit, you right. know. And um, and I, you know, my best advice is if you're not recycling now, you know, and it's not something that we want to shame people into doing. That's not why we're here. You know, we're here because. You know, if you want to reduce the amount of waste that you're generating out of your household, which also reduces your trash costs, right? And so, you know, the, the easiest thing to do is, you know, especially this time of year, we're all getting those packages in the mail that we're ordering for the holidays, for gifts and things like that. You know, recycle your cardboard boxes. That's the easiest thing you can do. All we ask is that you remove any kind of packing material that is inside, break down the boxes and bring them to us. I mean, it's it's super easy. That and water bottles. Those are the two easiest things. Milk jugs, just rinse them out, put them in the bin, or, you know, you can bring them to us in a bag. We're just going to send the bag home with you <laughs> because we don't take the bags. But, you know, those are the, those are the really easy ones to do. You know, a lot of people don't like to mess with, I don't know, like soup cans, you know, or, you know, and, and those are actually really easy too. We just ask that you rinse them out. You know, we don't want all your food yeah scraps, scraps and things you know yeah. like all the sticky oh, stuff we don't okay. want bugs we're trying to keep a clean facility okay. right so right, right. well uh, let's talk about everyday things that people come across okay aluminum yep. cans aluminum cans yep aluminum cans so i mean you know most most of the time they have you know soda in them or or beer or whatever and it can get sticky so just give it a quick rinse throw it in the bin easy peasy that's okay. an easy don't one. have to you don't have to smash it in nope you pieces? don't have to smash it and actually you know they prefer them not to be smashed no when they, kidding mm -hmm, when they go through because they're using um optical sorters they can um it's super high tech and they can determine is it a is it a two-dimensional object or is it a three-dimensional object and so things like go bouncing it's the coolest thing um to see on the line how the material gets sorted well okay now, see, growing up as a kid in the yeah. 70s, we used to have these aluminum can drives. Yep. And that's what we do. You, you step in the middle, then you step left and right. And then there it was. That's uh -huh. what, 
we had to do that. And you crushed them. Uh, yeah. And I think a lot of people, you know, they're in the habit of crushing them. And and for us right now, it's not a big deal because we are taking them over to Dumas. And I don't think that they, they care either way. Um, but if but if they prefer. And if they prefer, it's okay because they don't take up as much as much space. We will still take them if right. they crush, but you don't have to do that. That was the reason why we did it was because yeah. we could put more in a bag. Right. And, you know, and people are like, well, okay, so recycling will, will save land in the uh, space in the landfill right okay it does that but it also saves energy so Mm -hmm. like one of the little fun facts if you got our flyer that went out last week one of the fun facts about aluminum cans is recycling one aluminum can saves enough energy to run your television set for three hours just one can really so imagine if we all did that you know all right another item uh we're in the uh uh Bottled water. Yep, bottled water. I mean, yep. that's that's big. I'm, I mean, now I'm, I do two, three bottles a day. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of people do. I mean, some you know, we, we're all trying to drink water. We're all trying to be healthier, right? Mm-hmm, we gotta right. drink a hundred <laughs> ounces of water a day or whatever it yeah. is. That's a lot of water bottles. And you know, those are really easy too. Um, a lot of people want to know: Do I leave the lids on? Do I take the lids off? And if you're bringing them to us for recycling, you can leave the lids on. It's it's totally fine. Um, it, in Vincent's now, if you are happen if you happen to take it to Bicknell, you know they're bailing their plastic there, so that's a little bit different. They don't want the lids on at Bicknell because when it gets smushed in the baler, uh, you know smushed. those those get, those get smushed smushed. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I like it. that's a great word. Yeah. Um, when when they get uh, smushed in the in the baler, they um, those lids can become projectiles and they become dangerous. So if you go to Bicknell, they don't want the lids on. But if you're coming to Vincennes, lids on or off, either way is fine. Um, you know we do our we are still taking bottle caps from people we are kind of have bottle caps coming out of our ears right now so Uh we don't have any groups that are actively saving bottle caps that are working with us for a bench uh, or a picnic table or something like that which by the way if you are you know a nonprofit or a club or a group or something that would like to um, have one of those bottle cap benches get a hold of me because we have the bottle caps. If you've got the money to make it happen, we're glad to donate bottle caps to you. It takes about 400 pounds of bottle caps um, to make a bench. Uh-huh. So we've we've got plenty. Okay. Uh, that, that's good to know. Yeah. All right. We love pizza. We <laughs> love pizza. Love pizza. Okay. Pizza comes in boxes. Okay. Let's start with the box. The box. Okay. So, the thing with the with the boxes is a lot of times we love pizza because it's you know ooey gooey and cheesy and has all that greasy goodness inside, right? Uh-huh. Um, that makes the box dirty. So, it kind of makes the quality of the the cardboard. You know, I mean, it's like if you get a grease stain on your on your homework paper, right, or right. on your important papers for for work. Like you're not going to turn them in with grease stains on them from your pizza. No. So it doesn't make a good quality product in the end and it can contaminate it so that's why we don't take pizza boxes there you go no pizza boxes yeah regardless regardless if it's curbside or at our drop-off locations in monroe city um you know vincent's bicknell just no pizza boxes because of that reason and a lot of people say well mine's clean and i said it is but the amount of 
materials that we're taking in every day. We just don't have time to open every single pizza box. And I'm going to be honest with you, we've opened a few of them and there's whole pieces of pizza left inside or all the crust from the entire pizza. Or the little... Oh yeah, the little, the cheese cups and the things, like they're all inside. Like we are, you know, we are Knox County Recycling and we do this a lot, like we answer the phone and, you know, it's just, it's a misunderstanding, you know, but we always say we are Knox County Recycling. We are the recycling headquarters. We are not the trash people, Mm -hmm. right? So, um, you know, we don't accept trash at our location. So if you bring in a lot of things that, you know, are not meant for recycling, we will send them back home with you. You bet you will. There you go. All right. Yep. Now I know that the uh, the police department does a really great job on the take back medications. Okay. Uh-huh. And you take your medications and stuff. But for people who have those prescription bottles. Yep. Recyclable or not? The bottles are, yep, you can throw those in, um, you know, obviously you want to make sure they're emptied um, and just, you know, same thing, lids on or off, um, you know, on is probably best. Um, you know, we don't like to have, because of the way things that the plastics are processed, anything because too, it's a too, hard plastic. Though. It is. And it's, it's a lot of them are like a number two. And if you look at the bottoms of those, they're so tiny. I know it's really hard to see um, the, the numbers on the bottom, but yeah, you can leave the lids on and just put them in the regular recycling. Okay. Yeah. All right. Again, it's just one of the things that every day that yeah. we do, we don't think about, we, we love paper plates. Yep. Okay. You know, you can get dishes and wash them you can and you know it's it's funny i uh <laughs> i do a, a three hours program at the schools you know mm-hmm. and i i show the kids you know we take paper plates and we have plastic forks and knives and spoons and you know juice boxes and and you know ziploc bags and all the things that make our lives so convenient um and again, those are single use items and those are those are creating so much trash like you know, if we actually did like a waste audit and, and looked at our trash and just, you know, how much of it is necessary, right? You know, so yeah, we do have we do have plates. And, you know, I've asked the kids, you know, do you have real plates at your house? Yeah, I do. Do you have real spoons at your house? Yeah, they're in the drawer, you know? Uh-huh. And it's just that they don't use them. They've gotten so accustomed. Even holidays, you know, holidays used to be a really fancy celebration. And so many of us are using paper plates and styrofoam plates with the little compartments because none of our food can touch you know what i mean those kinds of things and 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 that's okay once in a while but it's i think it's become the norm now to use paper plates every day when we all have real plates we all have bowls like we all have these fancy bento boxes and tupperware containers that are so cute for our lunches to pack lunches but yet we're still using ziploc bags that are a single use throwaway every single day (laughs) and if you think about it how many days are you packing your kids lunch for the school year right right right. and you know you might have three or four ziploc bags in every lunch box and some kids take their lunch every day or we take our lunch to work every day so you know it's it's not the it's the little things every single day that add up either way you know that are going to either generate a lot of trash or reduce a lot of our trash right right so it's a small it's a small decision like a small choice those small uh, you know, changes can really add up to make a big difference. Okay. And the final thing I'm going to ask you about milk jugs. Yeah. Uh, orange juice comes in jugs too yep. now. Are they recyclable? Or like, or like tea, you know, yeah. we get tea in, in jugs. Yes, they absolutely are. So um, the only thing I will say about the, the um, milk or orange juice, it's the, the cartons 
that are, you know, the big paper cartons that are like cardboard. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, if we just put milk in a cardboard box, it's going to seep through, right? Right, right. So these are coated with plastic. And so because the cardboard is coated in plastic, it cannot be recycled. So that's a big misconception, at least where we are. There are some places... Mm-hmm. in the country that are doing carton recycling we just don't have access to it here. all right and i don't know people do people still get magazines yeah we get a lot of magazines okay. magazines newspapers your junk mail <laughs> um you know we take all of that obviously office paper you know those kinds of things we will take paperback books um and actually we're going to start taking we found a we found an outlet for hardback books so and you know previously we've been having to send people away with their hardback books so you know we have found an outlet for those so you can bring those to us too Uh, that's great i mean that really is uh yeah i did not know that okay we got about four minutes left Sure. Okay, let's move on now to your facility. Yeah. Okay, you're going to have that grand opening on the 15th. Yes. What are the hours? Um, Our ribbon cutting is going to be at 10 a.m. And then we're going to have just a really informal, like, open house kind of walk through right afterwards. So, you know, if if you've been curious, and we are still going to be open for business, you know, uh, we're open 9 to 3 Uh, Monday through Friday, Wednesdays until five. So, you know, we are going to be open for regular business hours, but we are going to be hosting anybody that wants to come take a peek at our, at our facility, um, you know, right afterwards. So I'd say, I don't know how long that'll take, maybe like 1030. I don't, I don't know, maybe sooner, but you know, we're going to have, you know, light refreshments and you know, we're all, all the staff, we're all going to be there to, to, I can't make it till noon to me. And okay, well, we'll be there. Okay. I mean, you know, and I mean, so you can just stop by and, you know, we'll answer any questions that you have. You know, we'll show you if you, if you are one of those people that gets a little nervous and you don't know where to go and what to do. If you don't want to bring your items that day, that's fine. We'll just show you how it's done when you get there. It's, I know this is an exciting time for you guys. It, it really is. is. But now, now you really get, throw up your sleeves and really get to work on a yes. lot of things. And you know you? what's great, Ed, is so when we first started, um, you know, we were... We were in the building and we were doing what we could with what we had and you know and and we were uh, then we got the grant money and so we were you know we've really increased our volume has quadrupled since we've been open full time so that's amazing you know i think that's that's so great um yeah quadrupled that's that's pretty big and just a couple of months so we you know we look forward to it growing and growing from here you know again it's been a while I mean, it's, this has been in planning stages for a long time. It, yeah, and it's something that, you know, our community has really needed, and, yeah. and it's been lacking uh, a good recycling program. You know, we've had a lot of newcomers to, to Vincent's and to the county, and, you know, they're like, man, well, where, where I moved from, we had so many recycling options or opportunities to do that, and it just wasn't available here. So, you know, we're really happy that we're able to do that now. Okay. Again, it is November 15th, the open house. Yep, at 10 a.m. 10 a.m. And got to cut a ribbon and you're open for business now. Yes. Okay, let's go over your hours really, what you have. Monday through Friday, 9 to 3, uh, Wednesdays till 5. Okay. And again, if you have questions on what you will take, we didn't even talk about paints. Oh, yep. So paints, you know, we get a lot of questions. Flammable paints right now. We're, we're in the works. We're trying to figure out a way to, to deal with latex paint. I know that's what most people have. And we're in the early stages of planning to get make that happen. Um, that might take another month or so. But 
we'll, we'll let you know when that happens. But right now we're taking any kind of aerosols or um, flammable paint, stains, varnish, paint thinner, all of that kind of stuff. Insecticides, pesticides, e-waste, e which includes cell phones, TVs, VCRs. You know, it doesn't matter what size TV. We do charge $15 for any kind of TV or computer monitor. All of the, you know accessories for your computers and things we take all of those kinds of things wow amazing we all take a lot so i'm anxious to show people what how much we actually do take and what we're what we're doing because i think there's a little misconception oh they're just taking water bottles and cardboard boxes no we take a lot of things all right yeah all right wish you the best of luck thank you all right appreciate you coming in today stay tuned more of the morning chat coming up on waov